you know, you don't need to flex. You don't need to keep up with the Joneses. Do something that your 20 year later version of yourself will thank you for. I think if you talk to most military members who own real estate, you know, the one thing they will tell you is they wish they could have gone back and done it sooner. You're listening to the Expertish podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Okay, today's episode of Expertish podcast, we have Chris Cano here from Texas. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not, not making fun at all. No. Do, do you guys make fun of Texas behind our back? And uh, I'll tell you what Texas says about California. I, I, I probably agree with them. Okay. So, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Right, but yeah. yeah. Go ahead and tell us that. No, I won't. No, yeah. we'll, we'll get into it. We'll save it for the program. <laughs> okay. Today. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good, man. But uh, Chris, like, you, you know, tell us, we'll start out like before we even get into like your business side. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, just tell us a little about your background and how sure. you got to where you are and then what your position is now. I'll just let you, you say it so much better. I've, you know, heard you speak twice in the last week. So yeah. if you don't mind. And sorry. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. And sorry. Yeah. Yes. I figured now if we just talk it out on here, I won't have to listen to you yeah, for a while. Ever again. Yeah. 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 Put in your uh, headset and, and go to sleep with it. So born and raised in San Antonio, Texas, which is Military City USA. I'm telling you, <laughs> man, we, we, we got to we got to discuss that. That mm-hmm. and uh, how Whataburger is better than In-N-Out Burger are two things that Texas and California got to settle. But uh, San Antonio, Texas, born and raised. You know, I, I talk about, you know, how I grew up a little bit on the poor side economically, but my dad being a Vietnam sailor, uh, you know, I saw, you know, kind of his pride for the Navy. And, and I thought, you know, I'd, I'd make dad proud at the age of 18, get out of high school, join the military, uh, followed in his foot footsteps. It wasn't as cool as dad remembered it, man. Dad told some really dope Vietnam stories and I'm like, dad, it's not that anymore. Uh, it's blue collar. You know, I was, you know, nobody slapped me with a fire hose. You know, we didn't do the, the shell back kind of stuff. Um, but I was, I was proud to serve and, you know, I knew my dad was proud of me and, uh, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I, I didn't really have a reason for doing the full 10 years that I did. I, I can't admit that I was fully engaged in the mission or, or that, you know, I had the best, you know, command, you know, mentorship. Uh, I think I just really didn't have an understanding of what I was going to do if I weren't in the military, you right. know, the security of the first and the 15th. So I stayed in for 10 years. I reenlisted a couple times and then, you know, I kind of started to worry a little bit about, oh my goodness, I'm going to get out. Right. Cause if you do, if, if you go from 10 to 14, you're, you're all in, yeah. you know, yeah. they, they got you. So, uh, I decided to get out then and there met a really cool guy named Tony Diaz in Hawaii. I was stationed at Pearl Harbor the whole time. Uh, met That's a guy rough. in Hawaii. Yeah, it was real rough. For you. Yeah, yeah. Don't go there. Uh, you know, everybody, um, the beaches are horrible. Trust me. You know, we have plenty of tourists too. But um, yeah, so I, I met a guy named Tony Diaz. He was in the mortgage industry educating veterans. Um, he got a hold of me. We started talking about some things VA related. I had used my VA loan once while in the Navy and then still had that property. And, you know, I latched onto him and, and I became one of his loan officers. And, and I was telling all these guys that I served with at Pearl Harbor about this benefit. I, I knew like two things. You don't have to put a down payment down and, uh, you know, it's, it's no PMI. And I just kept repeating that message to every sailor I met. And before I knew it, I had an audience, man. There was like 10 sailors calling me like, Hey man, you told this guy about this program. What is that? And then, you know, next thing we knew I was, you know, one of the number one VA lenders in Hawaii when it came to, you know, units and volume. And 
So, man, we, we've expanded. We're now in 13 places. We have about 390 employees. Uh, last year, we did about $2 billion in volume uh, as a company overall. And, you know, we've educated about 150,000 veterans on this thing called the benefit. And I'm glad you asked my story and where I'm from. You know, I, I go back and you and I were just talking about this offline, being five years old, standing in line at the government line with mom, getting the free milk and cheese. We called it WIC. Uh, I don't know if it's still called WIC, but shout out to the WIC program, giving all moms free milk and cheese. They need it, especially if you're Hispanic like me, because we put cheese on everything, bro. <laughs> Nachos for days. To where we're at today, you know, and, and just sharing my message saying like, hey, we did it. You can do it, too. I didn't join the Navy with all of, you know, this educational background on the VA benefit. I fought my way through, made a ton of stupid mistakes. And, and here we are today. Hey, you know, again, I think that a key thing to take from that, too, is like a ton of stupid mistakes. And it still oh, yeah. doesn't. Those are just part of the path. Right. You know what I mean? You can make mistakes. You can start from anywhere. You can pick up from anywhere. And if you just take some kind of action and have a goal in mind or shit, like even you're just talking about, like sometimes you don't even know your goal yet. Right. You just know that you want to do something and right. you start making that and you find the right person like yeah. you did for their, you know, with your yeah. partner. So that's so huge. So you were surface Navy, no. right? No. Aviation. Aviation. I'm sorry. Aviation. Now, now, Man, oh, now we're now fighting. We're like fighting. That, uh, yeah. So with subs, we're, it's, it's subs and everything else. So, right. uh, you know, that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Aviation. You know, and I don't know if it was like this in aviation, like it wasn't subs. We're always brainstorming on submarines on what we're going to do when we when we, yeah. when we get out of the Navy. Yeah. And they're all dumb ideas. Every, you know, and 90% of them is we're going to open a bar, yeah. right? Every yeah. sailor is like, when I get out of the Navy, I'm going to take my benefit, not knowing what benefit we're referring to, right. but we're going to take our benefit and we're going to open a bar. Mm -hmm. That's the worst idea in the world, right? Isn't a sailor it? opening a bar. Yeah, like, absolutely. That's going to make money. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, of course. And so, you know, I reflect a lot on like, well, what kind of mentorship and guidance was I getting? And, and what did my chiefs and my senior chiefs and my master chiefs have to say about, you know, building wealth or getting out? You know, most of them, I think, were maybe asking themselves that question, you know, like, what am I going to do when I get out? Or, and, you know, in the aviation, I mean, did y'all did y'all have that type of interaction with your younger sailors? I mean, are y'all talking about life and stuff? I, I think as I and maybe it's just I recognized it more. I think yeah. as we got as I got further along, yeah, then I recognized it more. But it was mostly because it maybe just just that because as I've experienced certain things, whether it's positive or negative, yeah, then you want to share that, or then you kind of know to brainstorm or collaborate on some of those things. But in the beginning, I just had no clue. Yeah, and I mean the question essentially is like, well, how involved can somebody of you know senior leadership be involved, right? Mm -hmm. And I know we're you know progressing to this new military, this new navy. And but I remember the days where I had some command master chiefs that would make that E3 turn that Camaro back into the dealership yeah. and like, what are you doing? And, and I don't know where it's at today. I, you know, they used to make you take classes before you could go buy a car. Mm. And there actually used to be a class that you had to take with the Navy before you could go use your VA home loan benefit. Right. It's actually a document you sign even still at closing saying that you've been briefed on, on certain benefits, but nobody's really doing those briefings. But, um, you know, the question is like, who are the mentors in the, in the military and what are they mentoring on and right. do they have the credentials to even mentor? I think one of the things that I talked about a lot with, you know, my friends and stuff towards the end, especially as you start recognizing some of the things that, that it falls short, because in the defense of like any military service, there's only so much that can actually be done. And, and I think as things progressed and we did more with less, right? So right. especially since, we, you know, war lasted so long, it was like, do more with less. You're getting yeah. less people, you're getting less equipment, you're getting less of everything and mm. do more. 
but what doesn't change is the responsibilities. And so those get thrown on. So the same amount of people now have, which you know, I know a, a huge, a term I hate. And I think most military people just shudder at is collateral duties. Yeah. Right. Because yep. it's like, okay, I barely have the time to do my primary duty. Yep. And there's like six other things I'm supposed to do to, to fit all these pieces together to make, to make things run. Right. Absolutely. So I think that in a lot of ways, people do the best they can with it, but they're not, they're not put in a position to actually make an impact. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I uh, what is it where I was with command financial specialist, right? Oh man. For the most part, those, those people are just like turning like, Hey, I've got to sh- see that you know how to uh, do your own budget before you move out in town or before you purchase right. a car or something like that. It's not and like they took a, planning. They, they took a two hour class yeah. to, to become certified to be that specialist mm-hmm. or something, you know, and no, no knock to them. I mean, no. you know, kudos to the ones that are great, you yeah. know, Oh, and, and care. I would yeah. say care. It doesn't matter if you're great or not. There's good advice, bad advice, but caring about the sailor. This episode is brought to you by Voris, a strategic sales advisor for early stage startups. At Voris, we'll add a startup sales expert to your team without the cost and commitment of hiring full time. We offer sales and SDR advisory for teams serious about exceeding their goals as well as strategy and process recommendations to help accelerate growth. Let us tell you exactly what to focus on to dramatically improve your results. We help early stage startups hit the revenue goals and you are only one click away from more revenue. Forest.com. And, you know, I, I had to go do a brief for 26 command uh, financial specialists. They put me in a room with 26 of them, and they said, okay, now brief on the VA home loan benefit because it was a determination on whether or not that base was going to allow me to come brief their TAPS briefings okay. on the VA home loan. So they were looking for biases. They were looking to see, you know, was I, you know, true to the VA guidelines. And and out of the 26, 25 of them loved it, mm-hmm. uh, and I offended one. And, yeah. and that, you know, it wasn't enough to get me voted off the island. I was chosen to be their, their guide to, to teach this uh, education. But when I talked to them offline, you know, a lot of them were like, man, we never knew that. We mm-hmm. had no idea the benefit worked that way. And it was no discredit to them, but you can't teach something you don't know yourself. No. And like you said, it's a collateral duty. Yeah. You know, they're all trying to get promoted, make rank. It looks good on my, you know, evals. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there to our availability that nobody's just talking about. Yeah. Well, a lot of those people too are voluntold for that duty, right? Yeah. It's like, Hey, here's your collateral duty and you're, you yeah. know, and you're already saturated, but, but there are a few in like, I, I feel like a lot of times the, the best mentors or the most impactful are people who you just stumble across. Yes. You know what I mean? Who just care about something like, sure. they're like, Hey, this is my thing. I really care about uh, this. And I want to spread that word. You know, maybe it's finance, maybe, you know, anything really health, right. you know, some people want to help people, you know, be more healthy or pay That's attention right. to certain things, but, or education, yeah. you know, all those things are great, but it's, it's like you only, and it's crazy that you just need to find one or two of those people. And that can change so That's much. Right you know, direction of so many lives, really. Those, those entrepreneurs in the military, the ones that are getting after it, you know, they sometimes don't want to be found, mm-hmm. right? And so the ones that are making noise and the ones that are like, hey, listen to me, you know, those are the ones that I'm wary of. It's yeah. the guy that is sitting in the corner of, uh, you know, the chow hall who has eight properties that just is, you know, doing his own thing. Yeah. You know, you're right. You just got to stumble across a couple of them. 
Mm-hmm. I had a chief uh, who asked me one day in an engine room on the USS Columbus, he asked me the question, what are you doing with your BAH, Kano? And, uh, you know, I, I thought I was in trouble. I was <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, chief, I'm renting in Honolulu. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're not doing anything bad. But we were renting a three bedroom with six sailors and we thought we were so smart. We were like, man, okay, if we each pay three or 400 bucks a month, you know, uh, and, and BAH in Hawaii then was like 2,600 a month. Mm-hmm. We were like, we're gonna be rolling in dough. And so, you know, we thought we were cheating the system. And, you know, when I go back and I reflect on that, I wasn't saving that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, although I, I was, you know, only paying three or 400 a month, that excess money was going to the club. I was buying, you know, stereos, anything the commissary sold on sale, Chris Cano was touching it, putting his hands on it, putting it in a grocery bag and taking it. But that chief was asking me a deeper question, like, dude, what are you doing with yeah. your investing? And, uh, you know, I always give him a shout out chief audio for, you know, that guy changed the course of how I view real estate. And, you know, because of him, you know, the 150,000 veterans I've had the opportunity to brief in the last, you know, few years mm-hmm. is, is there, you know, yeah. so. That is yeah. huge. That's huge. A simple question, like, what are you doing with your BAH, Kano? hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, well, let's just talk about that then yeah. where you are now. Yeah. So like, you know, like you said, like you've, man, you've gone to like your own, what you and your partner, your own sure. company that's now getting to return that favor Amen. times, you know, I can't yeah. even say it how many times, but huge. It's huge, man. It's a blessing. And, you know, I'm always weary of, you know, I I don't want to come off like I'm trying to impress or, but I always try to impress upon the shipmates that I talk to. I have nine properties on the island of Oahu that are all currently rented out. Some of them are veterans renting, and I I do hope they never attend my presentation. (laughs) Keep renting. uh, Keep keep renting. (laughs) You know, some people need to be renting. Um, And then I have three in Texas and we have three commercial properties. I, as much as I love residential real estate, you know, my my focus is, you know, very much in commercial. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the places that we're opening an aligned office in, you know, I'm, I'm curious on, you know, is the building for sale. Right. And I have actually taken a property that I bought residential, used it as a down payment on a property that we bought that was a $10.5 million property in San Antonio. We bought a big 55,000 square foot building to host about 450 uh, veterans that were anticipating hiring and training. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whenever I put that house down as part of the down payment, that wouldn't have been possible had I not known about the VA home loan benefit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I were talking about that, Jay, how, you know, the VA has this 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 brand or, you know, yeah. oh, you can only get, you know, these certain types of loans or it's a cheap man's loan or it's a zero down loan. What, But that could be the fire starter one yeah. day to a ten and a half million dollar building, you know, on a business idea that you have. And, and all of that from the time that I bought my first VA home was 10 years ago to where I'm at today with uh, close to $23 million in real estate, residential and commercial, I was the five-year-old that I said, holding my mom's hand, getting free milk and cheese to a chief asking me uh, on the USS Columbus, hey, what are you doing with your BAH to building a organization that is educating veterans, doing fun things like these podcasts, Mm -hmm. just to anybody that will listen, how easy it is, but it starts with the awareness, the education piece, the who is going to tell that young sailor about the BAH or, you know, who is going to help mentor them or guide them, you know, while they're out serving our country. You can tell that you're passionate about it also for the fact that you came and, you know, you came today and spoke to our team. Yeah, and, you awesome. know, like it's just 
just our team. Like, yeah. you know, you don't have to take the time to do that stuff. And, and I know you came a long way from across the street. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's gonna be a neighbor. Yeah, right. I needed like so many ingredients. Do you have food here? Uh, like spices and stuff? Uh, no, no, I have, okay, I have, cool. have meal prep and All right, uh, never mind. Yeah, I think yeah. I have salt and pepper. Yeah. So don't borrow, you don't need to knock on your door. <laughs> yeah, can I got you sriracha. Say, okay, cool. Yeah, All right. I got you, man. All if right. you need whiskey or beer, you got I'm, it. I'm good, I'm good. good. Yeah. Okay, do you lock your door? No. Okay, good. And Awesome. Yeah, now just go ahead and throw my address out there. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't lock my door because I just lose the keys or forget the code. It's yeah. You know, that's when you know you've made it, man. Whenever you're just like, I'm not going to lock the door. You probably got great insurance, you know? Shoot. Yeah. Uh, you see, I just don't, I don't even have time to decorate. So, yeah, you know, no, just keep good. it simple. Just keep it's all it good. Simple. That's right. No, no. It, yeah, no, I do appreciate you coming and talking to oh, those guys too, because uh, you know how you said your, uh, your chief audio that, that, yeah. that, you know, kind of made that impact. So now, you know, I know that that's one of your goals. Like you're trying to make that impact. You're trying to do these things. And, and I think that's awesome. Do you ever, and this is something that happens to me sometimes when you have someone tell you like, Hey, you made a difference. You did this or mm. did that. I, I sometimes feel like, man, that's great for about half a second. Mm. Then I think about how many people I may have, it may have caught me on a wrong day mm. or I've said the wrong thing or just sure. something that maybe turned the other way. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like absolutely. immediately I just go to like, shit, man, I have to pay attention to what I say all the time. All because the time. You never know what impact you're making. And Amen. I think that's kind of huge. I wish I'd recognized 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, but you know, I, I've, I've gone, um, especially here in San Diego, you know, we've been having the opportunity to come in and out of San Diego to do briefs for like the last, you know, seven years, I'd say. And right before I got on stage once, uh, I was probably going to talk to about 200 sailors. It was a forum where I think it was mandatory training. I think they do it once or twice a year. And, um, I was going on, I was motivated, excited. I'd probably only done like a handful of presentations up to this point. Yeah. And the command master chief that introduces me walks off the stage and says, make it quick. Uh, the program is, is bull crap anyways. And I literally am like crossing past, taking the mic from him. He looks at me in the eye. He says this, hands me the mic. And I'm like, all right, everybody <laughs> excited for the VA home loan benefit, make some noise. And, uh, you know, in the back of my mind, you know, I couldn't shake that for at least the first 10 minutes of the presentation. I was thinking about what that command master chief had said to me and how he had probably at some point had a bad experience utilizing the VA home loan benefit. You know, I, maybe he bought a house, went through a hardship, or I, I can't tell you what happened. Mm -hmm. All I can tell you is how he affected me that day. And then as I reflected on it more, how many sailors he's probably impressed upon negatively right. about this benefit. Yeah. And it really kept me up that night. I was thinking, man, I'm not so much jaded that he said what he said to me. I'm jaded that he's probably spewing this out. And anybody that is you know, reporting to him in any sense is, is probably not that motivated about the VA home loan benefit. Mm -hmm. And so you absolutely have to be careful with your words. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm trying to be careful to where, you know, I'm, in, I'm still in the industry and I get on sales mode sometimes yeah. and I'm like, yo, is what I'm saying accurate? Or or am I just too hyped up right now? Maybe right. I had two Red Bulls, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm passionate. Am I still dialed in with what I'm saying? And, and I always kind of reflect on somebody's recording what I'm saying. It's mm -hmm. gonna end up on Facebook. I need to be able to make sure that the VA guidelines are backing what I am saying. Right. Uh, and I, you know, yeah, you just gotta be careful. Right. Well, we were, uh, you know, like you were talking about today to, to our team, you do have to, like, you have to be educated. You have to educate yourself because a lot of times the professionals aren't truly educated in it too. Sure. And I don't think it's malicious. Most time, no. you know, we've, we, we were sharing stories earlier that sometimes it's like you get some bad results for some people like, yeah. oh, well, you know, why would you do this? Why would you use a VA loan? Why would you do, you know, whatever? 
I don't normally think that's malicious. I think no. it's just ignorance, just yeah. not truly understanding Absolutely. it. But it just makes it more difficult. Yeah. And then the, it, I, I think the biggest obstacle is the other sailors or, or airmen or, you know, Marines that you work with that you get the bad gouge, kind of like that command master sure. that you're talking about. Because we have people all the time, even when they're halfway through, oh, hey, my, my buddy at work just said, I probably shouldn't be buying now because of X, Y, Z. And it's like, that's that's probably not who you should be listening to. Absolutely you know, not. unless your buddy has 12 properties and right. he's like bankrolling some, yeah. you know, rental stuff. But yeah, that the guy who's still running it hasn't, has anything. Don't. Why would you take advice from them? Yeah. It's like getting directions from the guy who's lost. Like right. you don't, you, you know, we call them barracks attorneys. Yeah. 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 It was always that one E5 was like, oh, you're going to buy a house. Good luck. And I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, what is your resume? Mm -hmm. Right. Because last I checked, you live down the hallway from me. Um, why you would take advice from them. But. You know, you're absolutely right. And, and when it comes to education, you know, there's so many different versions of truth. And and I don't think any real estate agents are really doing anything maliciously. Mm -hmm. I think there's just so much content out there, Jay. I think you have so many different lenders talking about the VA loan specific to them. There always has to be a center. Truth always has to be established in any conversation. Right. Uh, you know, whether we're talking about social scales or we're talking about economic scales. If I go into a conversation with anybody, I have to understand where our balance is, you know, and, and you know, what is your perception of things? What's mine? For the VA loan, we have it. It's called yeah. the VA guidelines. So I don't mind coming in guns blazing, you know, K bar out. Uh, I'm ready to cut some, you know, cut some feelings off, you know, some emotional people because I know where the truth is. Right. And, you know, it, it's not that I think when, when I see real estate agents say, man, the VA loan is a difficult loan or it's a difficult process. I say, no, no, no. You got to know the difference between difficult and easier not to. Right. I think a lot of people in our industry want the path of least resistance like anybody. Sure. Right. Yeah. My uh, my life coach used to tell me, Chris, do you think it's uh, hard to wake up at 4 a.m. to go work out? I said, yeah, it is. And he said, no, it's just easier not to. Yeah. And the moment you recognize the difference between hard and easier not to, it'll define, you know, who you grow up to be, you know, what kind of character you have. And I'm like, man, that's pretty real talk because what's difficult is that phone call that, you know, mom's got cancer, right? Yeah. Or that, uh, you know, your son or your daughter aren't coming home or, I mean, there's things in life that are difficult enough. Have perspective on, you know, this VA loan. It's not mm -hmm. difficult. You're just choosing the path of least resistance probably, right. you know? I, I feel like you're talking about this because when you came in, you probably saw that I didn't check off my workout this morning. Like I, I skipped my workout this morning and now I feel like you're just like uh, diming me out. Dude, on the, the fact that you have a, uh, you have a list that you have a daily, like a, a sticker like, board? Uh, it's just like the calendar thing. I check if I, it, you know, do you get an allowance if you do everything? I, I should. Man. You should. Get I should. Uh, yeah. I should. Man, Jay I should took be. out the trash today. Smiley <laughs> face. You know, <laughs> put some ate all his vegetables. <laughs> worked out, dude. I need that. You uh, know, I, I don't. I need to get an accountability board. No, I, I put it on my uh, like actually the one. Uh, you know, a lot of people talk about like vision boards and stuff. I don't really have that so much, but on my medicine cabinet, like you know, so I have to look at myself and see what I didn't do every day. Yeah. So just in like dry erase, those yeah. are like my goals, like whatever I want. Like I, I need X amount of, uh, new income properties this year. I need X amount of deals for this. I need, you know, but it's not all like financial, but it's just different things. That's awesome. But every day, then when I brush my teeth, I can look and go, shit, I didn't make any progress on that last week. I better get off Dude, my ass. This is so cool. So I'm assuming that, you know, your listeners know that you podcast from home and, and you have a media mm -hmm. studio here and everything. Uh, I don't know if they know that, but well, now they do. Can we give them their address too? Yeah, and, sure. You know, like, since I don't lock the door. Yeah. This equipment's <laughs> gotta be worth at least 10 grand. I'd say. Come on in yeah. and get your, get your meal prep. <laughs> 
But would you say that you, you know, cause you're so like, I can see it, man. You embrace your role in the real estate community. And I'm like, man, this guy is literally brushing his teeth, you know, five feet away from where he podcasts. You're cooking your meal, you know, 10 feet away from where your listing board is. Would you say that you work from home or you live at work? Uh, I, I would say that it, it flip-flopped. It flip- and I had to learn that because yeah. when I, I bought this place during COVID and part of it was to be central so we could do our trainings here because office space wasn't yeah. a thing, right? But I did have to, like the studio we're in now, I had to turn that into like an actual office slash studio because I needed that mental barrier of like, when I walk into this room, it's work. Yeah. But when I leave or else I, you can't turn it off. Like then you're sitting on the, you know, trying to have some downtime. You've got your computer, you're doing an email and you never really shut it off. And it was kind of draining me, to be honest. You know, if I'm a veteran and I'm looking at what you've done with this with this home, uh, I'm motivated. I'm inspired, dude. This is, you have literally maximized every, you know, square inch of this house. You know, you got, you know, you got your great team that we were just training downstairs. We're upstairs doing a podcast. You got your, uh, dream board or your vision board, your diary and everything. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff I don't want to look back on. So I don't do that. I don't do the journal of that. I don't need to. Yeah. We don't don't need need that. Yeah. 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 That's evidence. You didn't need to burn that. Don't be reading that on here. But man, you, you, I know, I mean, it's inspiring. And, and I was just thinking how brilliant it is, you know, to be in this, you know, and, and, you know, you're running your team and it's obvious that your team has a very veteran VA centric to it. It's a good mm-hmm. feel, you know, everybody's downstairs motivated to help veterans and stuff. And, you know, you're literally leading this team from within your home that you've used your VA home loan to purchase. I mean, this is, this is something that I don't think a lot of military members really think about, you know, how it may look like a real estate transaction and it may feel like one, but at the end of the day, it becomes your home. It becomes your life. Like this townhome feels, you know, lived in bro. I mean, mm-hmm. this is, this is awesome. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate it. This well, is I mean, cool. And it looks exactly like yours. It looks exactly street, like right? ours, dude. I mean, I mean, Marissa, my fiance, you know, she loves this area. I'm, I'm so excited about it. Now we can't give away too much of, of where we yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. where we yeah, are. We don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Well, that, and we don't I, want people moving in. We don't want people moving in. Yeah. yeah. And I've pissed a lot of agents off in, in my time doing loans. So, uh, I'm sure they'd just love to line up, but, um, you know, I was always kind of skeptical being from Texas and buying real estate in California and, and, you know, just, you know, obviously what's happened in the last 12 to 15 months, man, Mm -hmm. there's been a, a boom out here. Yeah. I mean, how, you think it's too late for veterans to get on board? Not even close. Not even close. No. It's still going on. Huh? Yeah. I mean, we, I think I think we may have talked about this a little bit last week. Or, um, my goal is just to buy everything I can right now. Yeah. Because, I mean, you've just, I mean, I'm not telling you anything new, but as, you know, inflation's already hitting pretty yep. hard and yeah. it's going to continue. And, but the rates are still down right now, but they have to go up. And the way things are getting priced up, people will be that don't move now or aren't preparing to to do so, I think will be priced out of homes because they're not coming back. How do you explain inflation to a military member? Like, I mean, is that something real estate agents are even, are you even diving into that conversation when you're talking to military? Uh, I do sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Like if you can kind of, as you you know, you know, like you can tell if someone will grasp that part yet or whatever, because sometimes if you're talking all new stuff, like if everything's brand new to someone, then it's like, okay, let's leave yeah. that down the road. You just understand that it costs you less to borrow this money yeah. now than it will six months from now. Sure. You know, um, but it is, and when you talk about the prices of homes now, that's a huge difference. Every half, a half percent 
of a, a rate is huge. Huge. You know, it's not like, uh, shoot, I don't know, like my first home I bought, I mean, it was in Virginia Beach and I, crap, I don't even remember what it was, a hundred and some thousand. It was like a town home. It yeah. wasn't, wasn't so bad. But now when you're, you're talking our average home is like almost $750,000 now. Wild. That's a half percent on 750,000. That's significant. It is. It, I mean, and, and you know, the, you're right, obviously, with your audience. And I don't know how. I'm, I'm trying to go back in my head as a 25-year-old. Like, how would I respond to Jay tell me about inflation? Or, you know, what is this guy talking about? He just wants me to buy a house. <laughs> um, but, you know, understanding and having that perspective, I mean, it, it's hard to talk to a 25-year-old sailor with so much that's happening right now. Because mm -hmm. you could you could talk about inflation. We could talk about lumber. We could talk about building costs. Like, you know, will it ever come back? Right. But the question is, what's enough to capture a 25-year-old who just wants to go to the club, maybe buy yeah. a, a you know a better car? I mean, man, I, I don't mean to stereotype us military members, but I mean, I, I did live with them underwater for 10 years. So I, I just, I know, you know, but, uh, you know, I think that if you talk to most military members, they would all agree. If we could build a time machine and go back 10 mm -hmm. years how we would have done it over, how right. I would have utilized my BAH in a much different way. Yeah. Uh, I would have maybe pulled the trigger on that one property that I was kind of timid on because no matter where you're at, you know, real estate will rise, it'll fall, it'll rise, it'll fall. But I don't think anybody would really look back, you know, 10, 20 years ago and, and say that, you know, prices are still lower than where they were. Yeah. Uh, plus the amount of, you know, uh, equity that you'd have from having the help of renters that have moved into those houses that you still own today you'd be handing off, you know, a nice little portfolio mm -hmm. to the next generation of, you know, your 100%. family, right? So Yeah. Well, I, one of the things that you spoke of earlier that kind of added another tool for me because yeah. uh, and, and that's why I love uh, doing the, like there's never too many people to talk to or or you're always going to pick up something. Yeah. And one of the things is I talk about a lot with any of the clients that I work with is when they're looking at this and they're still in and maybe they're going to think about transfer and stuff is like the rentability and I know you were bringing this up. Sure. And I should start using those at rental matrix. I should start pulling those because I do it more of like, Hey, I'm looking at this as like, Hey, this is a great area. Uh, you know, if you do move, you, no problem renting, you know, I know generally what the rents are. So that's something that I do bring up, that's awesome. but, but I liked, you know, your approach to it was like, I should just go on Rentometer and I should just print some of these things and go like, Hey, when Amen. we see those houses, like, Hey, here's what you're looking at here. Here's what you're looking at Amen. here. Just because I think that that's just more impactful. So impactful. And so that I'm going to take that tool. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And, and call it my own and say, yeah, I, no, I, I pretend I came up with it. Do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm sure I ripped it off from somebody. I, I'm not as smart as, as I, I am. I do remember things that I listened to though. Mm -hmm. But I, I remember being the passenger in that realtor car buying my first house as an E5. And, and they always had those those sheets, right? And you're, mm -hmm. you know, you nobody, I didn't care about the numbers or anything on that sheet. I'm looking at the pictures, show me the pictures of the house. You're right. right. And it's got that one bad picture in the top right corner. But if a real estate agent would have told me, Chris, you know, this place will rent for 3000 a month when you leave. Mm -hmm. And I could have mm -hmm. bounced that off of like what my mortgage professional was telling me my mortgage payment was going to be. And then they would have said, hey, you're going to have a difference of $700 a month from what your mortgage payment is to what it'll rent for, I could have made a much more informed decision. But instead, what was the realtor talking about? Oh, over here, they're going to build a Walmart. We got a Costco going. And I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Should I be excited about that? Right. So, you know, this is why I'm not a real estate agent. Can we just do a quick role play? Can we pretend like I'm the realtor and you're buying a house for me? Uh, all right, let's do it. Okay, let's so uh, we're driving and, and, and we get to the house. Ask me about the cabinets. Well, you kind of look shady already. I am so shady. I'm not it sure was my mustache. I'm not sure if yeah, I'm yeah, down with this. Yeah. Ask me about the cabinets. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris, what about these cabinets, dude? Shut up. 
So that's how I would handle that. Because who cares about the cabinets? Who cares about the countertops? Who cares about the backsplash? <laughs> Trust me, you just got off a submarine. Right. You just got off an aircraft carrier. Tell me this luxurious life you were living to where now you care about the backsplash. And oh, is that redwood, birchwood? Like you don't, you, what did you Google this on Home Depot? Like the question that I want to know is how much will it rent for when it's time for me to go to the next place? And can I cover the difference? Uh, should Uncle Sam give me orders? That's it. Yeah. But, you know, we need to be kind of coaxed that way, right? Mm -hmm. So the real estate agent should be saying, look, I know you're asking a lot of great questions about the cabinets. And I truly respect all of your plethora of knowledge as a young E4 on, you know, woods and, and where they've, you know, come from. But can I just tell you that you're only going to be able to rent this place for 1500 and your mortgage, according to your lender, is going to be 2500 Yeah. There's going to be a $1,000 a month gap there. You're going to have to pay a property manager 10%. You're going to have insurance on this thing. And if you go to Yuma, Arizona, where your BH is only going to be 700 bucks a month, you're going to get squashed like a bug. And when you can't make your mortgage payment, things like short sales and foreclosures happen. And when you have those on your credit report, you lose things like your clearance. And when you lose things like your clearance in the military, you lose things like your job. So let's make sure that we are talking about the things that matter, regardless of your uh, love and affinity for cabinets. Did, did I just like not get the house and lost my job and security? Clear? That's what I feel. I feel like I just got. How did I do as your agent, bro? Yeah, you down? Yeah, dude, I feel like, I, yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel like I was the E4 again and you're my chief. So, <laughs> you know, but, but it is, I mean, it's a conversation that needs to be had and, and, you know, it's no discredit, you know, to realtors who talk about cabinets and, and countertops. But what I am trying to, you know, impress is, is to impress upon you all that, you know, there are things that veterans just are not thinking about that they should be. And, you know, we call these, you know, we, we use the term fiduciary duty. As I said, fiduciary. Close enough. Fidish. Fidish. Uh, uh, we have a fidish to, uh, to our clients. And, and, you know, where does that fidish end? I mean, like, look, you know, where are you going to move to? Is this your final destination? I mean, I couldn't help but notice that you can't grow a mustache. So what are you, 19, 20? Odds are you probably still won't live here the rest of your life. <laughs> He's still talking to you as a young sailor. Damn. Yeah. I mean, how many sailors do you know that still have their Sublime poster up or their 311? Like, I'm like, look, man, yeah. this is not your forever band. Yeah. This is not your forever home. Let's find something that fits your family's wants and needs that you can occupy for at least a year and, and then put a rental sign on this bad boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. Easy. And, and, and I think if you look at it and that aspect of like, how do I better better the position for you or your family yeah. as opposed to um, so many people wrapped up like, oh, it's not going to be your dream home. Like when it's you're not. still in, you're going to be, you're still going to be moving. So yeah. you don't have to find your dream home, find what fits your family, find what makes it comfortable and feels like home right? and can make money. Dude, Jay, you know what we should do? We should go and, and start collecting data. So anytime a veteran tells you on the real estate side or me on the lending side, you know what, um, this property just unfortunately doesn't fit my family's wants and needs. And then they go decide to live on base and we should just like literally barge in and be like, really? This place fits your families? Well, okay, cool. I couldn't find you the right home, but the government did? Right. Right. Way to go there. We, we know that's one thing the government cannot do. Cannot is like do, they yeah. They cannot house yeah. for shit. Yeah. But that's why we have tax benefits for being right. landlords. So it's all Amen. good. You know? Yeah. I appreciate their... Not Absolutely. Do that. I'm like, you know, you know, these sailors that tell me like, yeah, you know, we just didn't uh, find the right place that, uh, you know, my wife and I could really, you know, see ourselves living in. So you chose base housing. That is, that's where y'all, you did a dream board. And that yeah. was, that was, that is that you guys have a DUI checkpoint at your driveway, like <laughs> way to go with that. Uh, you know, no, thanks. I mean, and I'm not condoning, don't drink and drive seriously, but, uh, 
Man, whenever you got to get past the gay guard after a couple of drinks, Jay, I mean, it's, it's come on. Rough. It's, it's rough. rough. Well, well uh, kind of one thing I definitely wanted to touch on because now I've heard you speak a couple of times is it ties into the, the base housing thing is like the lost opportunity. Yeah. Um, because I, I think just the way you present that's a very impactful, you know, kind of using a real life scenario of someone, you know, that yeah. uh, someone you knows, father, right. you know, what could have been or what would have been if you sure. kind of share a little bit of that, because it's not just if you're running out in town, it's like base housing takes everything. Everything. Yeah. So, I mean, we, my business partner, Tony, he's a Marine and, and he's awesome, man. He's got a tremendous amount of uh, passion for serving our veteran and, you know, his dad, his dad was a Marine. And, and so we did a little bit of an analysis and we took a look at his dad's 25 years of service in the United States Marine Corps, his tours in Iraq, Afghanistan and Desert Storm. And, and we started to, uh, you know, calculate all the BAH. And if you take a look just at $2,000 a month at any given base, some places are higher, some are lower, but 2000 a month times a year is, is 24 grand. Let's call it uh, 25. Um, and you take 25 times 10 years, that's 250. You take 10 years and multiply it times two, 20 years of full term, that's half a million dollars in BAH, non-taxable, literally Uncle Sam giving you a briefcase of half a million dollars and you handing it right back to Chris Cano and say, you know, no thanks, bro. Uh, I love you more than I love myself and my family. I'm going to rent from you uh, while serving our country. Or, or you know what? I love Uncle Sam so much. I'm going to give it back to him and live in base housing. Yeah. You know, odds are if somebody put half a million bucks in front of you, non-tax i mean you would invest in yourself but you let's know, try it out let's do it like yeah yeah just throw that half million in front yeah, of me let's I see got, what dude just... i got 50 i got 55 dollars in my wallet right now fair enough we'll so take we, it we'll, we'll do we're it. close <laughs> but you know the problem with most military members there's no briefcase there's no half million bucks it's coming in two thousand dollars at a time mm -hmm. a lot of us you know with the mindset of paycheck to paycheck you know we're just trying to stretch it out to get to the first to the 15th of the month we're not getting the guidance from a lot of our uh, mentors you know there's not a lot of chiefs or senior chiefs that really have these extensive portfolios of real estate um, it seems like there truly were more naysayers about you know owning than there were people that were advocating for it hence why only 15 percent of our military utilize the dang thing you right. know versus 85 percent not using their benefit at all and the problem with that is is when you die your certificate dies with you and Susie who's seven years old you know uh, you know never really got an opportunity to inherit you know a piece of the country her dad defended so you know this the VA home loan benefit could be a generational blessing to your family if you grew up in a family like mine you know um, we all wish dad would have done things a little bit different uh, but you know the question is well what are we gonna do different you know right. and how are we gonna use this benefit before, you know, it expires with us. Right. Uh, and, but that's a good example of, you know, like you said before, you essentially started 10 years ago. Yeah. Do you know, that's a lot of growth in 10 years and you started from, you know, shoot, I mean, you're an enlisted guy, like running around Hawaii. Yeah. I, I know how that goes. Like you're drinking beer and, and, you know, like you said, buying stuff, screwing around. And yeah. then, you know, you just kind of have a wake up call and you, you can make a lot. I mean, that's a lot of progress in 10 years. A lot. So we got, man, it, it'd be, it, I mean, success is infectious, you mm -hmm. know, because it's the law of attraction. You know, when I met Tony and I, I was sitting through his VA home loan brief, it wasn't just me buying my first house or my second house. It was me getting exposed to other people who were presenting that day and, you know, exchanging information. And all of a sudden, I would say the average age of the person that I was hanging out with at the time was 23, turned into 47. Yeah. You know, I, I really lost 
lost interest in hanging out with a lot of the guys who just weren't getting it. Yeah. And I became more interested in hanging out with the Jays and the people who were, you know, buying houses and turning them into VRBOs and, and just had these ideas because, you know, that's how, you know, success works. Mm -hmm. And then you get to a certain level of success and you say, hey man, this is enough. I'm gonna go after significance here. You know, uh, my financials are set up properly. I feel like, you know, we can do well. Now, how can I be significant? I know I'm gonna talk to every veteran that I freaking meet, you right, know, right. so yeah. But hey, it's it, one at a time if it has to be, right? One like, at a time, man. Well, there are a few that I that I don't like. You know, I think it's important <laughs> to, to also shoot that out. Uh, I'm not the guy who's like, you know, fight for our military. You know, they fight for you. I mean, there's some pretty bad dudes in the military yeah. that I wouldn't, you know, ever share this benefit with and yeah. tell them to rent forever. Especially can I say that on this program? Yeah, you can okay, say that yeah. Some veterans should <laughs> rent forever. Give away all your money. Freaking burn it. Especially the ones in Hawaii. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, no, the ones, yeah, the ones in Hawaii. Place. Stay I, I literally send a Christmas card to all my tenants every year, you know, just saying Merry Christmas, you know, uh, from the Cotto family. Please continue to make your payments on time. Uh, <laughs> my future children appreciate it. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I think absolutely. that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Hey, it's all about customer hey. service, man. I don't know what I did to them, but they love me. I mean, to pay off my mortgages, like, Dude, what are they thinking? That's, hey, it's fair, man. You think if that's I send fair. them my car payment, they'll pay that too? Uh, I think it's worth a shot. No, I think it's worth a shot. I think it's worth a shot. Actually, you probably could. You could just rent that out too. You yeah, could, I know you could rent your car here. Dude. You could rent, you could rent that thing to people on base all day. I put up a billboard in San Antonio outside the Air Force base, and it says, "You wouldn't pay off someone else's car. Why are you paying off their home?" And I got so like, there, there's so many emotions, right? When people realize, "Oh my goodness, he's talking to me. Yeah. I'm a tenant, right?" So you know, I get bashed in a lot of forums and stuff, and uh, it's, it's really funny because once they come off their you know emotional rant, we normally get them pre-approved and, and get them out shopping. But right. uh, you know, my advice and marketing is always to get a reaction, right? So I, I it is interesting though, it really is. I can't get into the mindset of a, of a tenant, you know, why you would choose to pay somebody else's mortgage. Yeah. And then they say things like, I would never have a mortgage. And I'm like, you have one, it's just called rent. Somebody else's. Yeah, somebody else's, dude. You're paying it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's no, that's uh, it, we were talking earlier and you were saying about like living and working here. And so, the cool thing about being home too, like, why we're talking, Ryan, Ryan's come in because, up, Ryan? you know, like I said, I don't lock any doors. Yeah. So, Ryan's here, Ryan Bresnick. He's been on uh, episode before. We're gonna talk to him a little bit nice. later too. So, I'm sure, like, when we're done here, you guys probably hit it off well too. Yeah. Um, a good dude but see so how much you do don't ryan bench press yeah more than me me and you both Combined. together and maybe our car yeah 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 that's what see now i'm now since i'm you're just like driving it in that i missed my workout this no morning. man you're I'm, such an no, ass man no, dude, like I, oh i missed your workout i'm and gonna ryan listen comes to that program man, <laughs> yeah. because you know i'm hoping ryan's got some tips i'm on the this diet right now dude, I'm, uh -huh. I'm on the elliptical right like uh -huh. i can't run all the time it's my knees so i do some elliptical stuff and then a guy like ryan walks into the podcast room and you're like i, sh I need to bench more i need to do more squats it, it, it probably it's how you lose weight Shit, they say I that i thought beers high not intensity it. Beer's not it beer's not it hey, ryan where were you man you could have told me that like last year <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> we got a home gym uh we turned our garage into into a, a gym i don't know what the va guidelines would say about that yeah over oh, here i'll have to yeah. check it out because yeah. you know, we'll compare gyms you have a gym here? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, are like you the so. guy that, do you work out with your g garage door open or shut? Is it a private thing or do you, yeah, are you no, like no, no, flexing? It's yeah, no, no, no. It's, oh, it's private. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm not in like, I'm not in that like 
open private. You know, I'm not in that yeah. shape right now. Yeah, I got you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would open our garage door, but our, we, we have the dumbbells that are like different colors. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some are pink, some are purple. You know, my fiance, she lives there, uh, right? So like yeah. a way to slide that in and, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. It's, 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 yeah. it's right there, her dumbbells, right? Yeah. Uh, so and, and everybody knows when you say you have colored dumbbells, there's no way they weigh more than 25, right? <laughs> you're, you're talking about 25 and below. Right. Yeah, everything else is black after that. But yeah, so we keep it, we keep it private too. Yeah, yeah, it's like my thing. Plus, the thing that gets used most is just the inversion table trying to unscrew my back, you know? Oh, you got so, one of those? Uh, yeah. Okay, what do you listen to when you work out? Um, it just depends. Country music, uh, like like slow. You look like a like slow dancing, like some yeah, that's, George that's Strait. What it is. Yeah, super gets yeah. me pumped up. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or something like honestly, that's what, a lot of times I listen to podcasts or like oh, uh, audiobooks or something like that. Okay. Yeah. You don't need to get motivated. Like, I mean, you you could. Well, literally... clearly, I missed my workout today, so maybe yeah. I should be listening yeah. to music. I don't know. <laughs> that's good. Have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good stuff. Well, hey man, leave, leave us like one more thing. Give us okay. something, something powerful. Something powerful, no yeah, pressure, no pressure right? at all. Yeah, no. All right, so um, you know, and this is obviously a fun real estate fact, but uh, you know, going back to the simplicity of knowing the difference of net worth between a homeowner and a renter after mm-hmm. five years, uh, I think they the last number they put out was about two hundred thousand dollars. And, you know, when I talk to a lot of young sailors about this benefit and, you know, kind of how they're currently flexing, let me just put this out to you all. Your income is public knowledge. Mm -hmm. If I go on to my pay right now and look up an E5 over eight years, it's going to be right there in black and white, how much you make base pay. I can go to a BAH tape. You're not flexing on anybody, right? So that new car, that new whip, you make the same amount of money as the E5 that is saving their funds, buying a Toyota and investing in real estate. So I think the one last advice that I'd like to leave to a lot of military members is, you know, you don't need to flex. You don't need to keep up with the Joneses do something that your 20 year later version of yourself will thank you for. I think if you talk to most military members who own real estate, you know, the one thing they will tell you is they wish they could have gone back and done it sooner. And so just get out of that lifestyle, you know, stop trying to impress your friends who also live in the barracks. Uh, Try to impress people who actually are doing what you want to do and hang out with them, hang out with people who have proven systems. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Good advice. And also just uh, back to look how uh, it's never too late. It's yeah. never too early. Definitely never too early. You know, if there's early. somebody there now that can is 18 and can do this, jump in on it now. But yeah. um, like you, you, just another example of you can choose when you start a different path, you Amen. know, or, or whatever path you choose. And you've done a ton of shit in the last 10 years. That's, and I think it's amazing. So thank you for congrats that. to you for Appreciate that. It. And hopefully that'll set an example for people to realize they can, man, you can do what you want when you want. Amen. And you're, you're crushing it, man. Thanks to your team. You know, you threw a lot of kudos my way, but thanks to you and, and, you know, what you're setting up and the team that you're building and, you know, people need a leader, you know, and, and that's where I, I'm very envious of people who actually impact the military so much more post DD 214 than they did pre DD 214. And that was me. I, yeah. I tell my friends, I'm so much more of an advantage to our military members than I ever was in uniform. And, and the team that I see you assembling and the way you guys are hungry to help veterans through this, uh, through this home loan benefit, man, you're going to change a lot of lives. That's awesome. I'm just glad to be a part of it. Dude, hope so. But I think, uh, I think like, you know, like Ryan's here, same thing, you know, he's still active duty. He's going to be doing another one, but he's one of the people that was well, still in kind of like we were talking earlier with your chief audio. Right? Yeah. Chief yeah. Audio. So I'll remember that now. Yeah. 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 EMC. Yeah. And he's in, you know, so he's trying to make that impact and, and like kind of guide people now. 
which is awesome, you they know, while it. still in. And um, I just think that a lot of times people, when they leave, they just realize how many things, like you have the opportunity then sometimes to change what you think was broken or, or like fill in gaps that you, that maybe you saw. Sure. And so it's awesome that there are people still doing it who are still there. And I think yeah. there's a lot of people that, I think there are a lot of, uh, I think as we've gone along, people are being more, I think I see more mentors and stuff yeah. inside and people are more educated on a lot of things, Amen. I feel. Um, I, I'll tell you this, you know, in talking with younger sailors or people that, you know, are in your command, in all of the presentations and briefs that I've ever done and all the people that I've had the pleasure of meeting and hanging out with, I have never heard one good excuse to not use your VA home loan benefit. And I, you know, it's kind of like a challenge coin kind of thing there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the the meme where the guy sets up a picnic table in the park and he says, uh, you know, the VA loan is the best loan product, prove me wrong. Or it's yeah. like, you know, they, they, they take a hard stance in something and they have their coffee mug. I've yet anybody prove me wrong mm -hmm. on, you know, why using your VA home loan benefit or investing in real estate, especially if you are a service member who signed up to defend our country, not owning a piece of it, that blows my mind. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we threw our right hand up and said to, is to protect against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And when you look at how China's increased its buying power of American soil, you know, over the last 10 years, it's it's wild. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever lose the fight in our military forces. We got some of the strongest men and women serving our country, but if we're not careful, we'll sell our country out from right underneath us. So if you're listening, you wear the uniform, you swore to protect against all enemies, foreign and domestic, you know, let's get a hold of some real estate and let's put our money where our mouth is. I'll never sell to a foreign investor. I swore not to, right. and I still hold to that. Hey, man, that's awesome. Let's I go. Appreciate, yeah, yeah, I appreciate your conviction on that as well. And I shoot, man, I, I can't say anything after that, really. <laughs> All right, um, thanks. But any, you know, obviously, like anyone that wants to get in contact with you, like you can reach out like at expertispodcast.com. They yes. can fill out the forms and a message there. Or also, what's your, your website? Okay, so you can actually go to alignmortgage.com and uh, look me up. I purposely took my cell phone number off. Uh, so you'll have to shoot me a corny message message and just hope that I respond to it. I would highly recommend getting a hold of Jay and Jay has my personal cell phone number. So he'll get a hold of me, you know, that kind of get him on a high and get him all excited and then not, you know, be able to direct him straight to it, but go to alignmortgage.com, shoot us a message. There's just so many more people that are more accessible than I am. Hey, well, it's, it's, it's all good because uh, next episode, we're just going to blast out your cell phone yeah, number. Anyway, do so. it. Yeah, do it. My cell phone number. Yeah. I'm going to tell him your address. I'm going to go uh, literally start a podcast today. Oh, we just told him you live across the street from oh, me. So you're kind of well, screwed. It's Marissa's house. You know, right, so so yeah. she'll just deal with yeah, it. All. She'll all right, deal with I'll it. just yeah. move to them. We'll just leave her to deal with them. Yeah, and then we're the Californians moving to Texas like everybody else, man. What, we're just in this weird cycle right now. What happened? Right. Well, this podcast was going in such a great direction. But thanks for having me on, man. It's been a fun episode episode and I'm excited Absolutely. for however we can collaborate in the future to help more veterans become homeowners. Awesome. Thanks for everything you're doing, Chris. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, bro.